0: Welcome back, Marys. This is our nuance episode, which is when we discuss certain topics that could have definitely made it onto our main episode, but we felt needed a separate space to just kind of keep the episode flowing because it deals with topics or outside factors that we wanted to spend some time in and really kind of dig into. And obviously this week was... A very epic workroom discussion battle fight that I think deserves its own little moment, its own little episode. So joining me is, is as always, is my favorite Squirrel friend, Amanda Kaczynski. I'm just kidding. Is is Colin Drucker.
1: <laughs> Don't get your hopes up, Marys. It's just me again. So many Marys were like, "Yes, that was the best collaboration." I suddenly realized who my favorite scroll Marys were. Um, and it wasn't Colin. Uh, so which is fine, uh, because my self-esteem is rock solid. I had no issue with that. Oh wait, wait! In uh, the words of Gia yes, Gunn, in the words me. of Gia
0: Gunn, are you secure?
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I was. I'm over here doing my makeup, getting ready for the runway, because apparently I'm the weakest link. So, uh, Not I. I uh, yes. I'm not true. No, please. I, uh, carrying this whole TV show on my back. Um, I, uh, I, what I like about nuance, you know, it's kind of, it's not quite all right, Mary untucked, which is what it was like in the miss bliss years when we or the miss bliss years of nuance, but it definitely is when we take our mm-hmm. shoes off, take our hair down a little bit, curl up on the couch. And it's like, so I want to dig into, I want to dig into that workroom fight. That's, and sometimes nuance is just, like, I have a list of, like, seven things I saw on the internet I yeah. want to tell you about. But this week is—I want to dig into that workroom fight because it was—I have a lot of thoughts on it, and so do you. I think, it, I think it's hard to kind of label something iconic right after it happens, but I firmly believe, looking back, elements of this episode, including this workroom confrontation with Gia Farah and, of course, Monique, uh, will— We'll make, you know, best of lists and memorable moments lists and quotes and memes, et cetera, totally. and so forth. Oh,
0: completely. Um, I will say we should give all writing credit to Gia. She constructed the scene. I know that it's a shitty move and some people don't like that and whatnot. But, like, she created this whole little moment. And uh, obviously, not to knock Farah, Farah mm-hmm. was a beautiful player in this scene.
1: Oh, yeah. If this was some kind of, like, improv moment uh, and... You know they had to yeah create this scene together in a way. Farrah, yes, and did her so well Ugh. that I'm like, I don't know. I mean, she was don't into poke it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Don't poke the Care Bear.
1: No, yeah. Don't poke the Care Bear. You'll get a Care
0: Bear that... stare, Mary.
1: Oh, yeah. You'll get stared down. She'll be blowing that that heart light at you.
0: Yeah, it'll be the Care Bears countdown: five, mm-hmm. four, three, two. You know the rest. <laughs> Oh, man, just Farrah sighing in this scene was like yeah. all the nuance I needed. Uh, when yeah. she says, okay, and wipes her hands, I'm like, here uh-huh. we go. She's got yeah. the mitts out. Uh.
1: Not for nothing, but Farrah was like, all right, you want to throw the fucks around? I can throw the fucks <laughs> around. I've got two shows on this network, two shows. <laughs> and they, he didn't
0: call my fucking name. Colin is um, quoting the... Wonderful, Gene Stapleton. Um, the Gene wonderful Gene Stapleton, <laughs> Cherish. Um, uh, I uh, one of the, one of my favorite lines that I feel like, I feel like is gonna just pop up somewhere. But it's when Farrah, Farrah says, "I don't have time for your drama."
1: Uh, I know because I feel like she was just dismissing Gia's like whole mo. I don't have time for all this that you're bringing this. <laughs> The stupid drama. Yeah.
0: Drama. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Farah is also very nervous. And, yeah. And, like, and really not wants to get ready. It. Yeah. She really needs to get ready. She wants to get focused. And she's like, mm-hmm. I just don't have time for this storyline that you're concocting yeah. here. Um, I When she says, Oh, here we go.
1: I Oh, I love that. Uh, oh, I love that. And, you know, I was so happy that, and I can't speak for Farah's inner state, but if this conversation certainly could have, it could shake you up if you're not, if you're not prepared for it. And I think if there was any nervous energy, Farah put all of it into putting her makeup on. And Mm. I was so glad it's kind of like when you're presenting and if your hands shake, it helps to have like something to gesture with. So people don't see it. Like don't hold a single piece of paper while you're presenting in front of the class. (laughs) It's like not, it is an erection in eighth grade math class. It is not (laughs) good. It's good, but it's not good in front of everybody. Uh Uh, And so, uh, she like all of any nervousness I felt felt like was channeled into like the powder she was putting on her face because her clapbacks you know Monet comments on this too like she just didn't miss a beat she wasn't taking any of it and I I was so proud of her like I was just so proud of her because she wasn't even being shady she was being kind of an adult in the room
0: yeah yeah you she know? was she was she was kind of Manila-ing her, millie vanillaing, um, yeah. her, 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 her dialogue here. It was just kind of like, "Okay, Gia, do whatever you're saying here, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Oh, cause you can't multitask. It's like, girl, I, you are taking up my time right now.
1: Yeah, uh, and t- you can throw all these triggers at me that you want. I'm just not gonna shoot. Like, I'm not gonna blast. Like, I'm not gonna go off on you and create this moment. Like, I mean, it's, it's appropriate to be quoting Valerie Cherish because. Gia is like Valerie at the beginning of season two. Like she's trying to create drama at the restaurant. Right? Don't, Don't hit, people. hit people. Don't, Don't hit, hit people. people. <laughs> like I think that Gia is like, it's the same desperate thing and it's not working at all.
0: Well, Gia and- is, she is so even keeled. I mentioned this in the main episode. She doesn't, she's not emotional at all, which makes me think that she has a clear head about this of like, yes, I'm trying to get your goat. Yes, I'm trying to create this because she's not, she's not upset there's no passion behind what she's saying Mm -hmm. it's pretty brilliant when it comes to like i'm gonna be a producer trying to get you to talk you know
1: but i'm not gonna get like i'm not gonna get too involved where i'm gonna like lose my head right right that being said i think that she did not she underestimated farah and monique because i think she thought that she was like this sly snake in the grass but like they she was all really saw a rat. It.
0: She was really the rat. She
1: was really the rat. Uh come on, Gia. Uh so I think that I think that like that was like the the flaw in her plan is that she did not expect Farah to clap back so hard and then for Monique to step in and like have zero interest in her bullshit. Yeah. I mean in some ways, Monique is actually my favorite part of this confrontation because, I mean, you want to talk about an even-keeled tone and, like, not flipping out. Like, all three of them, in a way, no one started yelling. All of them were controlling themselves for different reasons, and that made it more exciting because the tension was all just bubbling underneath. Right. And never really exploding, except in small moments, like when Pharaoh would say, fine, whatever, Gia, sure, I can't multitask, or, you know— Monique like Monique like walking away and in like disgust being like no that's bullshit that's bullshit I'm not buying it like I I just I think it was it was really really uh different from say like go back to party city where you belong in terms of iconic workroom fights
0: oh totally I want to talk about a a moment that revealed more about Gia because at the end of the day, like, yeah, she's constructing all of this. But it's like, why is she just is she just evil and opportunistic? So Farah says she says, uh, you know, I'm doing exactly what I'm doing by getting centered, balanced and ma- and my makeup done. And so maybe you should do the same because I feel like only insecure people like go around and try to do what you're doing. And then Gia says, oh, sweetie, I'm very secure. Are you secure? That reminds me of I know that like This is pretty personal But like my mother She is someone That says that to Like I'm very secure But she's not She's Mm -hmm. absolutely insecure And so it made me wonder Like okay What is Gia insecure about? Is she insecure? She's absolutely insecure She's a trans woman On the show With a bunch of you know, men doing beautiful drag and here she is kind of very confused. Like here I am back doing this drag show and I'm a woman doing the art of drag. I don't know how I'm going to be perceived. I'm walking into Uh, A TV show where RuPaul has said Like she doesn't think necessarily That trans people should be on the show However many months ago That that was said before she was cast And Mm -hmm. here she is Kind of dancing too fast here And it's like Well what can I do What uh, She's so insecure That she wants to Deflect any attention to A her insecurity be perhaps her gender perhaps the fact that she is just absolutely gorgeous and doesn't really know other reasons why she's there except to promote her platform so what what does she do she's like okay well, I'll just make the drama I'll be the villain it's kind of like this fallback this defense that we talk about so much with queer people when they attack first before they get attacked. And so mm-hmm. instead of just being the, the other pretty girl in the drag competition along with Farrah, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to also be the bitch that's calling Farrah out for being too pretty. Because if Gia was really concerned about this friendship with Farrah, again, I said this before, she, she would have asked Farrah to speak like can we speak in private can we go over there and talk when you have a second but that wasn't yeah. it she she wanted this whole she she wrote this whole scene to in my opinion to deflect you know the elephant in the room that actually she she's she's really scared
1: yeah i mean typically when someone acts like this i mean i think it's any kind of you know i don't think we've used the word bullying yet but i think like that word i mean i think i don't know if i feel like digging into is this bullying or not i just it's a whole other rabbit hole but i think people who do resort to bullying tactics um it is i don't know of any situation where it's just coming from some pure place of of um confidence and some pure place of like uh ego in terms of feeling that you really are superior and that you actually are. I mean, I think it's kind of like you see this on on the apps. It's like anybody who has to like reaffirm, you know, that they're masculine and they only want masculine guys. It's like, well, then you must be insecure about that for some reason, and you're disguising it as all, all these other things. Well, and but,
0: misogyny, right? Like, there's also that yeah. aspect too. Well,
1: certainly, yeah. But I think that, like, ultimately, I think. There is that kind of, I mean, people say internalized homophobia, but it's internalized misogyny, you know. Oh, totally. And I think that that, anyway, the point being that there's always those factors there. I don't believe. I think if those factors aren't there, then that person is a sociopath, you know, like not good either. And right. so, like, either, either they're like an emotionless monster, or they have a lot of baggage that they're working out. There really isn't an. I don't know. I don't see another option where like a someone who's bullying is not also working through some of those feelings, mm, you know, mm, completely in some way. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, I, I, it's a throwback to Manila cause Manila in her talking head, she's like, I like Gia And I see some of myself in her. And then she's like, Mm -hmm. but girl, don't pick on the weakest one. You have to shank the biggest one to show your dominance in prison, right? Yeah. And she says, otherwise you come off as a bully. And it doesn't necessarily mean that Gia was bullying, but it comes off as that way. Because it's like, why are you picking on Lil Farah? She's struggling. And in this queer community and in the – just the the tenets of like – queer identity and acceptance, we have to help each other. We have to celebrate each other and not go for the weakest one because hasn't Farrah been through enough, you know? Yeah. And then Gia is piling on. Gia, haven't you been through enough? Isn't there some sort of compassion? And so you would go for the more dominant one. You would go for the raven, right, in the room, but you can't yeah. because then you would, you know, it would be... It would reveal that you are actually weaker or insecure or not as strong.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, to your point, it's like Gia is arriving on a platform on which the figurehead has already invalidated her in some way. In in some form or another, I would imagine there's a level of invalidation. And so to come back, I think we can see the like the fear side of Gia, you know, you know, being very vocal with her platform about being a, a trans woman doing the art of drag. And that's all great. But like that, I don't think it's just because like she sees the importance of having a platform. I think that like, this is a deliberate choice. It also comes from showing up to this already feeling not good enough in some way. Right. And so like, you know, the healthy way to respond to that is to just kill it in every challenge and every runway, like is to just prove that Women can do drag race just as well as cis men. Yeah. Uh, But she's not choosing that option because I don't think she actually is more talented in a lot of these tasks, these challenges than these other queens to prove that. And so she has to choose this other way of staying on this show. Um, if not to prove herself, then to at least kind of milk this platform for what it's worth, you know.
0: And what's so crazy to me is that she should have been in the top in the last episode. So it's like, what are you so yeah. insecure about, girl? I know that you got picked last, but it's like you. So did Violet Chachki Batch- for weeks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know her behavior on the show, it. it to me it's it's very transparent. And so if you're going to attack her for being the mean villain and and concocting the story, that's your prerogative, but at the end of the day, you have to be able to see the other side. Like why would somebody be doing this besides yeah. that they're just a mean person
1: or that they're just trying to produce a TV show, produce some drama. They like this is a, this is a storyline that she has some agency in. So if she's going mm-hmm. to create a moment this is what she's got because she has history with Farah. I don't know if she's got this with anybody else. And right. Farah is kind of the focus that like I don't think G is necessarily thinking of like, oh, I'm really picking on the weakest one. I'm really kicking someone while they're down. I don't think she's thinking about that at all. I think she's thinking, you know, I got to stay relevant. I got to take my opportunities. I know how this works. Opportunistic. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's already done. She did that Chilean show, The Switch, and that show was Full of drama and she was a hugely uh contentious character on that show. So like Gia is also like I hear you on the like the insecurities and I think they're all still there, but I think to amend some of what I'm saying, and maybe what you're saying is that like but Gia has Gia is uh It's still hard for me to really sympathize with the pain she's feeling because the amount of armor that she's put on in the form of reading and drama and whatnot, even as a character, like at a certain point, it's like, you know, you're kind of, it's really making it hard for me to sympathize with you. And with whatever pain this is coming from, that like, at a certain point, like, if you keep shooting yourself in the foot, then I can't feel bad because you're limping, you know?
0: Right. Like when are we gonna see the heart? When are we gonna see what's underneath? When are you gonna show us that? Because at the end of the day, like, you know, I can be here for the drama and eat popcorn, but the villain has to go at some point. Maybe she's maybe she's just submitted to that idea that okay, I'm not gonna win this competition. I already know that. Right, I'm just gonna create some drama. I'm gonna make some good TV. I'm gonna be on this Emmy Award winning TV show, and I'm gonna I'm gonna work it out. And I'm gonna stand by it. You know, there's plenty yeah. of villains. There's plenty of people that cause drama. I mean, look at Teresa Guidice, right? Look mm-hmm. at uh, Nini Leaks. I mean, there are reality stars that are stars for being a bad girl.
1: Certainly, I mean, and I think just it is a crowded space right now, just in the drag race world alone, it is a crowded space. And there are so many huge personalities and there's so many people who are, who are doing more than Gia is in terms of like what they're doing in drag or what they're doing artistically. And Gia does have the unique platform of being a trans woman who does drag race and who does drag. And I think that she's, you know, I, I, I think that, You look at someone like Sonique, who I think has embraced that as, like, that's kind of a role that she has in the drag race world, is that she's uh, a trans woman who does drag in the drag race, uh, you know, world. And to me, I mean, beyond, like, any other talent she has, I feel like that's a pretty strong platform, that, like, Gia could just have that and still be interesting and still stand out. And still get attention, maybe not to I'm the with same you. sort of like peaks, but like those peaks come with valleys, you know?
0: I'm with you. I I think that there is that the choice and the path that she chose either got out of hand in kind of a similar situation when the Vixen was calling out Aquaria and Cracker and was like, All right, hard left, here we go and just mm-hmm. decided to to do that. Like Gia is is all right, hard left. Here I go. Um, maybe that happened. Um, I, 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 th- I think your point about she could have done this. She could have just existed on the show, and it would have been groundbreaking. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. She's she's acting a fool and causing up drama, uh, drama that to be honest with you isn't really real and she is just insulting people right it's like she yeah. she came for farah since the reading challenge like it just hasn't let yeah. up yeah
1: yeah and like the conflicts that she's bringing up with farah did not happen in the world of drag race did not happen on the show it like it is so removed that how are any of us supposed to feel any attachment to this other than like it's just like lighter fluid yeah, for, she's to, just, for just she's, meaningless fighting. Yeah, she's you know? just being mean
0: to her. You know, it's it's yeah. it's the sword that Gia has taken. Um, I want to talk about uh, Tell the Truth and Shame the Devil Says. I want to talk about Monique and your best thoughts. The supporting uh, actress yeah, of best this supporting fight, actress, Monique yes, Hart. yes. Yeah.
1: I think that, I mean, this was such a, this is where Monique Hart really shines as a team captain, where she really shines as a drag race girl, where she really shines as a person, I think is like this, like she stepped in in a compassionate way because say, can you stop bullying my teammate? And then Gia came back with like, oh, I'm not bullying her. And she said, no, but you are because, and she didn't, what I was, I was really impressed with, I mean, like Monique, and we saw this in season uh, 10 in some of the Untucked Conflicts, Monique is is really good in these moments of uh, making her point and keeping her cool when you know that she's about to flip. Like it's 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 a cool that I don't have where she's like, well, no, but she asked you to walk away and you didn't. And so like I I'm asking you to walk away from her. She asked you politely like it's you. I don't know. You can't argue with Monique, right? Like it's she's not resorting to insults or histrionics. It is literally facts are facts, America. Yeah. No, absolutely. And absolutely. I just loved it. It was totally like the teacher intervening and like taking control.
0: I, when Gia says to her, don't be so sensitive, I mentioned on the main episode that that's like certainly a trigger phrase, right? To like get somebody going, especially for me. If somebody says like, Johnny, don't be so sensitive. It's like, fuck
1: you. I'm not being yeah. sensitive
0: right now. You know, yeah. it's like, that's where My I My entire
1: go. nervous system explodes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but um but but Monique you know she's just editing the history or she's not letting Gia edit the history she's like sis no one was being sensitive you literally went over there and you was trying to gas her up like she, she yeah. she's telling her how it was and then we yeah. go to that great talking head where she's like looking at the camera she's like now i catch your game and you're trying to get mm-hmm. in my teammate's head and it it was it was a a typical Monique moment in the sense of her Calling something like it was and and just laying out the facts, right? And then at the end, this is fake as fuck.com. She's like, gee, you're fake. You can say what you want. She's like, okay, I will. America, Gia is fake as fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just wasn't having any of it. And I think that is a very welcomed energy in the room always. And on top of that, I mean, I also loved when naomi was like farah i hope this lights a fire under your ass (laughs) like the the support that the the emotional support even if it was just like energetically from like monet uh uh naomi and monique in that moment was which were her teammates i think uh it was just like so it was like this is the drag race i showed up for and the look on gia's face it was like it was like this wolf realizing that, like, oh, this deer has a family. This this mm-hmm. fawn has a family with with horns, and I can't fuck with them. Right? Uh, they got there's some bucking going on in this little den, you know. And, and I
0: I guess I don't really blame Gia for wanting to kind of remedy the situation uh, during the de- deliberation. Obviously, she chose the wrong time to do it, but she was like, "All right." there's some bad blood for me right now. I just kind of want to make this right. Like I, you know, I do want to apologize. I, it did come off as a little, uh, a little fake. Right. But at the same time, like I get that she was like, all right, look, like I do want to just make sure that this is, I shouldn't have done that. Right. And it came off as fake. It did come off as fake.
1: You know, because we also then they cut to like the other girls in Manila being like, "Oh my god, look at Gia Gun over there! She can't stop talking. She's buying up all of Farah's, you know, Farah's time." And uh, you know, I just went from that perspective where I was just like, "I'm not buying it, Gia. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> buying." Like, because I think I think Monique said this. She's like, "If this mattered to you, you would have brought this up right. episode one. Totally, it doesn't." But you've matter. waited until Farrah is circling the drain, and then you waited till she's like now hanging like by her by her fingernails. Before going down and that's when you're going to come in and be like, oh, by the way, I'm really sorry if I like got in your head and put you in the bottom two. Anyway, I'll leave you to it. Like at this point, I have to be honest, I, I don't, I do believe that Gia is playing a character. So I say Gia in quotes. I don't think there's anything genuine about this. I yes. don't think that she was trying to wrap things okay. up when she could. I don't think. I think the poor timing was part of the whole program she was writing. Oh, okay. This was the act two moment. I mean, you I know? did
0: notice that kind of. It was like a faux glance at the camera when she passes by one of the queens and she even touches the queen she's like oh do you think it would be bad for me to interrupt right now and then marches over there and it's like oh yeah. oh you know exactly what you're doing okay
1: that's the thing is she knows exactly what she's doing and i just think like so long as you're not buying the the narrative that she has a genuine emotional like investment here and as long as you're seeing that like Gia is just being a writer producer on the show Mm -hmm. then I mean it's a shame the effect that she's having on the other queens like if it's getting in their head but like she's just there to create tv like if she has certain emotions if she feels like she doesn't fit in or whatever like I, I don't I don't really think she's bringing that to the runway you know what I mean yeah
0: Yeah. I mean, it's such a shame, too, right? Because, like, you're right. It could have been a different path. It could have been a completely different narrative for Gia. Yeah. But she's choosing this all publicity is good publicity, right?
1: Right. And I think for folks like us and maybe other, like, you know, Marys and other people who are, are, would prefer less production... You know, and more of, like, the gameplay and more of the genuine interactions. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, oh, I really wish you were just being real. But, I mean, like, I think for so many—and this is not a dig, but I think for, like, so much of the fandom, I'm not saying they like the bullying. What I've mostly seen on Reddit is, like, people are not into it, but I think there's no denying the amount of conversation she's gotten and how much press she's gotten and, like— I just I think all of this being said, she would not pop the way she has now if she didn't play this card. if she was just the trans woman on drag race, that would fade after the first episode. Sure. I know I said that would keep her interesting, but the reality, you know in in like you know, being the vixen, but the reality in front of these cameras, that's not as interesting,
0: right? Yeah, oh, it completely. I mean she can now have her own redemption story where it's like, oh, the villain from All-Stars 4, oh, she has a heart. Oh, oh, now she's doing this. Oh, she's friends with Farrah now. Oh, okay. And there can be kind of a rebuild, re- reconstruction phase uh, that we watch because we're watching the villain after the show. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and plus just like long-term, you know, in the sort of drag race franchise, I think, you know, for things they might do in the future, whether it just be, well presents sp- stuff or specials or seasons like if they know they have a queen who generates buzz positive or negative i mean maybe not tyra sanchez because she kind of you know bombing dragcon is going to kind of keep you off the call list but or even the vixen uh, threatening to you
0: know hmm? or even the vixen that? in that matter
1: oh yeah i think the vixen's probably gotten her name crossed off as well but like to be honest while we're on nuance i mean we're big supporters of the vixen but the Sahari Davenport thing uh, crossed the line, completely crossed the line. Um, and, and if it was, I know, if she had owned up to that and deleted it, I would respect that at the heat of the moment. But she doubled down on it and insisted that she was glad she meant it and she was glad it hurt Manila. And I just think the Vixen's better than this. And she is. Monique said this in season nine like you are you know what what was the line of like you're uh, inhibiting your your grace oh, or your message right. like you're basically your message is maybe getting lost in the presentation yeah and I think that like there's debate about that in terms of tone policing and all that I don't think this situation is as vague um, Too vague Her message was lost Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not vague at all yeah. I think her message Was completely message lost The message about Kevin Hart was to... lost
0: If you know If, you, if you're if you on That side of the fence About Kevin Hart And the Oscars Like all of that was lost Because of this argument With Manila And granted You could blame that On Manila But at the same time The Vixen you know, she admitted she's like, yeah, I got really emotional and I and I hit below the belt like she did mention that. But she also didn't have to. Right. So, yeah. I mean, again, tone policing is like a real thing. But yeah, I mean, to, to bring up Sahara, that beautiful queen, it's just like, oh, man.
1: Yeah. Man. Right. Right. And like for, uh, you know, not that it's ever worth it, but like over something like this that like I realize she has like strong feelings about in terms of like. You know, the sociopolitical elements of, you know, Kevin Hart compared to other celebrities in the past. But I mean, like, it's kind of like, yeah, but whatever point you were making there that had some valid truth is like, I don't even remember that because I just remember because now you're not a reliable narrator. Mm, Now you're not a voice I trust because I don't trust people who who do that. So I can't get on board with you. Like, you know, We'll
0: see. We'll see kind of again, like like all queer people. We have growth to do um, Yeah Especially this when is not Oh the Vixen is cancelled Oh no but... way No 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 no. But uh, but yeah It was oof, It was interesting I mean I, I have to respect her For sticking to her guns That's kind of her brand But um, at, the, at the end of the day It's like Oh Sahara I just think about Sahara And, and her family And yeah. her friends And people yeah. You know And it was You know Not that I don't think the Vixen Had anything against Sahara But it was like Girl why are you bringing her into this Like that's fucked up Right
1: <laughs> Right Right And like is it really is this issue that important? Not no. That's not what I want to say. Is this issue that important to you? I know the issue is important, but like, I I
0: is the fight with what Manila, the, right? What is it?
1: Well, it's like what is the sacrifice you're making in order to like stick to your guns here? Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want to do, but recognize that like there's a cost of admission sometimes to do that, and like if you're fine with that, like I'm just saying, like fine. Cool. So long as you're good with that. Yeah. So long as you know that, like, a lot of people are gonna be like, "All right, I'm not listening anymore." If that's what you want, if this is a filter, then like, God bless. But, um, I guess I would just say, yeah, the, well, the filter worked on me. So call me what you want, but like, I just don't get on board with that, and, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to other voices that um, are not digging so low to make their point. Yeah.
0: I mean. She did apologize to the fans, but at the same time, you know, it's none of our business, her relationship with Manila. I do hope that they figure something out. We'll see. Um, that's also none yeah. of our business. So,
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully this could be something of like, I fucked up or whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah. that's their conversation to have.
0: Um, back to Monique um, and uh, Gia. Gia is somebody who I don't think is also apologizing on on camera, but certainly it looks like is trying to mend things with Farrah now. Um, she... I've seen a very different side on social media. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah completely. Much more relaxed. Um, we'll see how next week goes. Uh, you know, obviously that episode was leaked. We're choosing not to watch it um, until it's fresh and we can record right after Um, yeah but uh, and that's
1: not because of anything other than like we just we're not gonna be able to like fake our enthusiasm if we do a hot take (laughs) if we'd seen it days earlier (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so Um, like if you've already watched it like god bless don't spoil it please oh yeah don't spoil it yeah
0: i mean i can imagine i can imagine that they were going to continue gia right like all eyes are on gia now she did it
1: Certainly. I mean, that that's the thing is she did it. She I mean, I know I keep bringing up, you know, Valerie Cherish in the comeback. But like so much of season one is Valerie realizing like what she has to do to to get fame, yes. and to, get attention. Yes. to get attention. And it's this lesson of like all of the old ways of doing it don't work. You right. have to it's a. it is about a certain level of like humiliation and a certain level of uh yeah, Man- Willingness to sacrifice anything
0: Manila said it best Like that worked back in season 3 It's just this is 2018 It just doesn't work right now It's That's yeah. not how you're going to garner support Sure you're going to get a lot of attention And there are going to be people that stand you you know left or right Like it's going to be whatever it is But I think in the overall arc It's like alright If you're going to own the villain be the villain But uh, it's not always easy
1: yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, you know, it's also recognizing like drag race is at this point with its size, like it's become a Coliseum kind of show and you got to put on a Coliseum kind of performance. And that includes having a lion. You know what I mean? Like that include like you, this isn't just like this little thing in the wow presents basement. You know what I mean? Like right. this is, uh, I think part of it getting bigger is also like the spectacle of the show and the drama, like the, the what happens on the show almost has to grow with the size and the popularity of the show itself. You yeah, know,
0: I get what you're saying. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it makes for great discussion and it's very entertaining. I mean, we got, because of Gia, we got to see Farrah in this non-weak crying little baby role. And so for that, it's like, fuck yes. Thank you for, for trying to poke her because we got to see this this beautiful queer person stand up for herself. Yeah, no, really. I mean,
1: like so much of the first episode, she couldn't hold it together for five seconds. And you know, the start of this episode, it was like no tears, right? No tears. And there wasn't like, she was stone cold in that scene. And I, I just like, I agree. It was so nice to see pheromone grow up and be an adult and, and, it was like, oh, I'm so excited to see who you become, you know? Yeah,
0: Farrah, Farrah Moan turns into Farrah Roar, perhaps?
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe she did. Maybe that, that moan became a bit of a uh, a, a low rumble at the very <laughs> least. And uh, soon we're going to get a, a Farrah scream or a Farrah yelp or a Farrah... A yelp.
0: A Farrah yelp. No, not yeah. a yelp, no. A yeah. yelp is when you're in pain.
1: <laughs> oh, well, then maybe like... Maybe like a pharaoh, a whoop. Like a whoop. Kind of like, just to mention, I want to say thank you to so many Marys. Well, not so many, but like a good handful of you who answered the house music question that I oh, had about what that sample was. What great I should have written it down. It's a real, it is a vocal sample from like an, I think it's an 80s house song. Yes. Um, and I just... I'm so happy. And I just like I've wanted to solve that for years. Uh, so if you're also wondering, well, we should post it on Twitter. I should have men- I should have looked it up before we did this episode, but I didn't think I was going to mention it. Uh, if um, my computer
0: wasn't so slow, I would be able to pull up that email, right? Mine now. is too.
1: I think it's because Skype and oh, Garage, Skype, garage and all, Band. And you know.
0: Know, my computer's like, Stop it. I'm just busy. You know. Um yeah. I'm trying it,
1: to do all these things. I'm uh, trying to do nuance.
0: I was I was really I was really impressed at how quickly people were like, "Oh, I know it's, it's from this song, and she sings it, and then it's this little thing that she does." And yeah, and it was like, "Oh, it's at it's at fifty, it's at uh, fifty seconds." And it was, yeah, it was like, oh, this and, is so cool.
1: And helpful. they, I mean, it was just like you put it out to the Marys, and they'll they'll volley it back every time. <laughs> Ugh, and just thank you, thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it.
0: Um, yeah, it's loading Gmail forever, and. Uh, that's all right no, we'll post it on I twitter
1: yeah
0: it's okay but uh i
1: know that like the sample was used on the song witch doctor by armin van helden but then the original is like such an l and i can't think of what it is but uh
0: um okay i have this one uh um, oh, you got it you got it i'm vamping so while you look up i know what it is he's um, looking he's
1: looking in his email he's uh, scrolling. He uh, just wants to see. It's
0: no, now it's loading the email. Um, oh, now it's
1: loading the email. So it's almost like Yeah, it's we fine. Might... Well, we're gonna
0: we're gonna post this. It is going way too yes. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and we're never gonna find out. Oh, I think I have an email. It's Lolita Holloway, Crash Goes Love. Yes, Crash Goes Love. Or maybe it's Loliata. Sorry, Loliata. Loliata. Yes. I could be pronouncing that wrong as well, but in any event, uh I feel like true. I feel like
0: that from Sister Mary Robin. That was a different reference than somebody else in our email that I can't find.
1: It, all the – it's been – because what it has been is that I think it was more well-known from this song, Witch Doctor, and, but it was originally from this uh, oh, Lolita or oh. Lolita or whatever. I'm sure I'm pronouncing oh, it Oh, this is Sister Mary uh,
0: Adrian. Yes, 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 yes. Here it is. Crash Goes Love, mm-hmm. Lolita. Yes, you are
1: absolutely yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, I just – Ugh. There's another sound I'll find it And I'll ask you Mary's What that is too But it's not a, It's not. It's just a It's just a key Keyboard synth situation I'm trying to understand uh, not an, It's not just like an a air, setting On the Casio keyboard Not an air all.
0: guitar Air keyboard no. situation
1: It's like when you put The bossa nova On your little Casio yes, yes, you know? And
0: then play along yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm with you I'm with you Mary Yeah I had
1: one of those When I was a kid
0: um, Mary do we have Any more nuance Or do we want to r- Wrap it up
1: I think, I mean, we have we, we did 40 minutes of a hot take. We did two hours of a main episode. We've got about 40 minutes of a nuance. I think we've said everything we have to say. I guess I would just repeat. I mean, all the Marys who are listening to this have listened to the main episode, but if you, just a reminder on the hot takes, we released an audio hot take this week for our $5 Matreons, but going forward, we're gonna start doing hot takes every once in a while. We are definitely gonna be doing one next episode on video. For our $10 and up Patreons. Um, and we're also going to be doing some other video projects that are going to be going out to our $10 Patreons as well. So we're kind of just, you know, we're raising the bar of what we're giving you if you're, you know, willing to throw a few more, sh- a few more shekels our way. Um, so if you want to get on that, patreon.com backslash all right Mary $5 every month gets you a bonus episode every single week. $10 every month gets you bonus episodes every single week and videos and hot takes. Uh, The night of the episode. Great.
0: Yeah. It's super exciting stuff happening. Um, If you want to contact us, I'll say our information again. It's at All Right Mary on Twitter. Or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. Or uh, you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear uh, some of your nuanced thoughts. Um, And in the words of Detox, I've had it.
1: And uh, you can also get more of me on my podcast, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, which you probably already heard on the last episode. And if you like me making references to the comeback, I am doing a whole series on Valerie Cherish over there. Uh, And then, of course, you know how to get more of both of us. Or actually, you know how to get more of me on Twitter, don't you? It's Colin Drucker. Uh, And OnlyFans, it's... Nope, just kidding, not yet. Uh, And then you already know about Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com, Mary, because we just talked about it. And I don't think I mentioned on the last episode, but... uh, iTunes, hey, a five star rating and a review. Now's the time. Go into 2019 having told the world what you think of All Right Mary.
0: Which is something good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I God, I hope so. If you don't like it, then just email us. But like, (laughs) or don't, like, stop listening. There's so many track race podcasts now. Yeah, totally.
0: All right, Mary. Why would you listen
1: to Nuance if you don't like All Right, Mary? All right, Mary. (laughs) I
0: think uh, I think All Right, Mary. Right, we're All Right, married out. Uh, I am married out. (laughs) I've had it. Sorry, I just love. I've had it. Love that detox. Well, I've had it. Um, (laughs) In her roast. Um, All right. You know what? I've had it. Um, Yes. (laughs) I'm it. Um, I'm it. That's the I'm it wall. Well, back on. That's the I'm it wall. Back on it. You can't. You can't use that. That's. That's the I'm it wall. You know, Mallory Church is. Anyway.
1: I'm, it's a real thing. So like fans can be looking like, Mallory, Valerie, which one is it?
0: <laughs> all right, Marys. All right. Thank you so much for listening to all of this content. We will see you next yeah. week. And we hope you have a wonderful holiday, um, however you choose to spend it.
1: Merry, Mary, Mary.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.